Hello, great and wonderful beings of light. Life was not meant to be a struggle, but life was meant to be joyously abandoned. Life was not meant to be looting, engaging in bribery and corruption, manipulating the poor to make yourself rich. No, that is not life at all. Life was meant to be fulfilling, joyous, joyously abandoned. Because God is life, and God is the life in you. So get it right. Life was not meant to be a struggle at all. Life is not a matter of survival. Life was meant to be joyously abandoned and gleeful. With peace, great joy fills my heart and soul. Great peace. Great joy fills my heart and soul. It is not always a joy, but an honor to serve my people, sons and daughters of Africa and humanity at large. You'll agree with me when I say, this is the day or night that the Lord has made, dependent on the country you are listening to me from. We have every reason to rejoice and be glad in it. I continue to heal the world from negativity and all sorts. I radiate peace, love, and light for all. It is Friday, November 11th, 2022, in my world in Ontario, Canada. My world is always full of joyous activities, unbroken progress, and great expectancy. I create my own realities. All of it, not some of it, all of it. I live my life from within to the without. I am in the world, but I'm not of the world at all. I work with my intuitions. That is a still small voice of God only. I'm a lady of gratitude. Thus, let the whole world join me to say, Thank you, Father. Thank you, infinite intelligence to the universe. Finally, the enlightenment, truth, and light has reached my beloved continent, Africa. I love my people. I love them dearly. Africa is no longer a dark continent. We found the truth and we are practicing the truth in every nook and corner of our lives. I see it in my imagination all the time. And I'm very much happy. I'm very much happy and I'm very much aware that if I can see it in my mind, I can definitely hold it in my hands. It's just so wonderful, amazing, and beautiful. If I can see it in my mind, I can definitely hold it in my hands. My dearly beloved, let us imagine in our minds that we are friends, sitting in a garden, perhaps the Garden of Eden, admiring God's beauty and nature, as God works through me to talk to you and the world on the topic. I love beauty. It ignites the light in me. You have your own self to blame if you don't take lessons from today's topic. And as usual, I'll encourage you to come, come to this supposed Garden of Eden with an open mind and a receptive heart with an open mind and a receptive heart. Okay, let's just go to the topic for today. So the topic for today is think of things not as they are, but as they might be. Think of things not as they are, but as they might be. In other words, look at your unpleasant situation as it ought to be, but not as it is. Look at your unpleasant situation as it ought to be, but not as it is. In this right frame of mind, then you, are, you want to know how the world runs. And I always tell people, it's not about how we want things to be or how the individual wants things to be. It's about how things are done on how things work in the universe. It is not about how you perceive or how you want things to be or think things should be. It's about how things are done and how things work in the universe. Therefore, come in alignment, come in truth, come in sync, come in tune to set yourself free. That's it. This way and no other way. And the Bible, or the good book says the same thing. He shall know the truth, 
and the truth will set you free. This way and no other way. This is so and it is the truth. So all is all, all is mind, all is thoughts, all is law and order in the universe. It's not about how you want things to be. It's about how things are done. So understand it very well and use it in every nook and corner of your life to set yourself free. So this mental attitude takes away all sorts of negativity. Fear, worry, stress, negative emotions and all. You don't want sicknesses. You don't want lack. You don't want poverty and the development and all that. So don't dwell on it. So don't talk on it. So don't force, don't focus on it. That's it. That's how to live. And that's how to take control of the mind. Don't talk about things you want. You don't want. Always talk about things you want. I'm not saying don't acknowledge the situation. Acknowledge it. But the energy you give this the situation really counts. Because we are all energy in a larger field of energy. We are all energy in a larger world of energy. So if you keep on talking about what you don't want, energy goes into those frequencies to give to you what you don't want. You either know this or you don't know. You believe it or you don't believe it. Aware of it or you are not aware. Accept it or you don't accept it. So I always throw the question back to people. What are you going to do? Because I've done my work and I know that it works. That is why I'm able to speak to you this morning. What are you going to do too? So this strong mental attitude, it takes away fear, worry, stress, agitation, anxiety, depression, complaining, going to the mental home, and all sorts. So instead of the problem, talk of the answers. Because thoughts are things. What you focus on expands or gets bigger. God never created heaven and earth with his bare hands, but taught it into being. So you are taught being too, whether you know it or not. That creates mental pictures, mental premises, vision boards of what you want or, or, or what you need or the unpleasant situation and dwell in there. Well in there underlined. Well in there till you get what you want or what you need. Again, this mental attitude takes away fear, worries, stress, anxieties, complaining, depression, negative emotions, mental impurities, and all jacks. Purity has to do with right thinking. Thinking right about yourself, your neighbor, your fellow human being, and the world at large. Thinking right about the situation, even though it appears negative. Because you have an understanding that outer conditions doesn't have power. You give outer conditions power by worrying, stressing, agitating, and engaging in all sorts of negativity. Please, understand it very well. So acknowledge the situation, the unpleasant situation, but don't Feed it with negativity. It's a, you, you must understand it very well. God does the work and works through you and others. That's your problem. Whether big or small, it's of no account to God at all. So when praying, turn your mind and eyes away from the evidences of your five senses. What you see, what you hear, what you smell, what you taste, what you touch. Turn your eyes from your outer or physical world, if that resonates with you, it's the same thing. Then contemplate solely on the God of power within that created you until your desire becomes a reality. Your particular difficulty is of no account to God, so God needs you to be calm. Most of the time, people are told, we are told to be calm, but nobody explains the reason why we have to be calm. But this is the reason. 
You have to be calm or you have to be still for the flow of power. Also, so that God will be able to talk to you for the next step you have to take in your challenging situation. God speaks to us all the time through our intuitions or still small voice. Remember, God is not screaming, yelling, and shouting. And it's the same requirement of you. So when majority of people, especially Africans, when they yell and they shout, they scream and perform all forms of excitement, I don't know what they are doing. It's not prayers, but they are engaging in something else. Most people in our religious circles engage in all kinds of prayer, acrobatics and antics, acrobatics and display of a whole sort of. Some even go to the mountaintop. The recent one is online prayers. That is all hard work and efforts, my people. That is all hard work and effort. No wonder the prayers of Africans remains in the air like a balloon. It doesn't accomplish anything for them. That's why their religiosity to the core. That's why their religiosity to the core. Some people, even if well, even if God were to answer them, they can't even receive it, even though they are religious to the core. The inner state of these people are ill, malicious, cantankerous. Some people they I'm not I'm not here to judge anyone, but some people they behave and you sometimes wonder whether they are true children of God or they just carry the Bible. Filth, lack, poverty, and the development, poor health, witches, evil spirits is what describes us. Even though we are so religious to the core, don't you see we are missing something? Africans put in too much effort and hard work when praying, which is a serious concern and it hits me to my core and spine, and it has to stop. When there's fear and agitation in you or in anyone, the power of God cannot flow through the person. That person will be where he or she is or get nowhere at all or worse off. One is greatly encouraged to look at the situation the unpleasant situation as he or she wants it to be but not as it is this strong mental attitude takes away worry fear stress depression complaining frustration on all negative emotions and when you do that it means you understand the world you understand how the world how the world runs and when you begin to do that the problem begins to solve itself the problem begins to solve itself. So if you don't want this truth, what at all do you want? If you don't want this truth, what at all do you want, my dear? You were created in the image and likeness of God. Don't do worry about that. Maybe you haven't acknowledged that. You were created in the image and likeness of God to dominate and conquer, but not to cringe and crawl. Your goal in life is dominion and victory, but not ho talk, talking hopelessly and in self-pity. When you worry, stress, and become fearful of life challenges, you set up a resistance in you, and God cannot work through you. Despite your religiosity, no wonder Africans pray a lot, but their prayers remain in the air like a balloon. Again, in prayers, God doesn't work for us or to us, but works through us. God does the work. So your particular limitation or difficulty is of no account to God at all. In other words, there's no problem or difficulty that will come into your life that God can, cannot completely wipe out. In the sight of God, there's no problem big or small. That's in prayer. Say, God is the only power. God is the only presence. God is the only cause. And the problem begins to solve itself. 
Think about your situation as you want it to be, but not as it is. Create vision board, mental pictures, reflections, mood, what you want to see in your mind, and one in there. See what you want to see in your mind before you can hold it in your hands. So instead of the problem, talk, dwell, focus, imagine of the answers. We are in life to meet challenges, difficulties, frustrations, disappointment, and all forms of negativity and overcome them all. The joy is overcoming. The joy is overcoming. And problems are like shadows. They follow you wherever you go. So don't run away from it. Some people, you hear them say, I'll move this, to this city or I'll move to this um, town and the problem will not follow me again. It's not true. Your problems are like shadow. They follow you wherever you go. But in different, dyna- in different dy- dynamics and in different shapes. So don't run away from your problem. Face it. It doesn't come to hurt you. It doesn't come to harm you. It doesn't come to destroy you, even though it seems so. It's there for you to learn. So learn the lessons quickly to be a better version of yourself. That's what I tell people. Learn the lessons quickly to to become a better version of yourself. We also say, the problem is here and God is here too. And who wins? God wins. And you know this to be true because the daylight or sunlight, the daylight or nightlight has, at night has never filled any of us in our various countries. This is not the work of politicians, the government, whom you know, celebrity, or whom you are very, very respectful of. It's an invisible force that does that does this the most powerful force in the universe that dwells this way not any human being so there's no need to give your outer conditions power at all all power is from within therefore under your control as within so without as in heaven so on earth as above, so below. Or say, this is an opportunity for self-expression and God knows what to do about my situation. Then turn the challenge into opportunity. There are so many challenges on the African continent. So the enlightened mind sees pain and disappointment as opportunities for growth and mastery but not the works of the devil, wizards, evil spirits, and all sorts. Everything in life is a challenge. Just use your mind to solve it so that it doesn't become a problem. This is the truth the African child was not taught, and it's not taught up until now. Hence, the African child grows up and is lopsided, one-sided, and acts clueless all the time. It's a matter of ignorance to add power to power, my people. You don't have to add power to power at all. Efforts and hard work, such as jumping, screaming, yelling, shouting, crying, and engaging in all sorts of negative emotions, keeps you where you are when you pray. Your prayers will remain in the air like a balloon, and it will not accomplish anything for you. Don't you see there are some prayers you pray? Not there are some prayers. Yeah, so there's a part. There are prayers you've been praying since infancy, and up to now, you haven't had it answered. Even if God were to answer, you can't even receive it because you don't know how God works. Look at your situation as you want it to be, but not as it is. This one, the African child was a dog, and the African child grows up and is still not taught. But thank God we found it. To constantly look upon your shoulders and say, when will my prayers be answered? It's a lack of conviction and a lack of faith. Again, 
relaxation, calmness, centeredness, easiness, and gratitude activate the hands of God in your life. So in your right frame of mind, say, God can do more than I can do, than I can ever think or imagine. In that way, you have given the problem to God for God to work it for you. You are not the one using your own strength or willpower to do, work it out. Because you can't work it out. One thing I know for sure is that to them that know their God, they shall be strong in the land and do exploits. What exploits have you done? What exploits have you done? Since you get into pray and pray since childhood. What exploit? That tells you that you are missing something. Trace everything to yourself. God has given you a mind to think. So put on your thinking hats properly and don't blame God for your unanswered prayers. But trace everything to yourself and begin to take responsibility and accountability for your actions and deeds. We may all have radios, television sets, and digital decoders in our various homes, but still be denied of watching or listening to our favorite program unless an individual takes the step to tune into the frequency of the station in which the program is aired. We can only view, listen to the program of infinite intelligence when we tune in to his, to his frequency. There are infinite fully packed programs waiting for man to tune in for his own good pleasure. And our mentor, Robert Collier, puts it this way. You have, you, you, have to, you have the gift. Use it. Make every thought, every fact, every fact that comes into your mind pay you a profit. Make it work and produce for you. Make it work and produce for you. Think of things not as they are, but as they might be. So make your dream real, life, and interesting. Don't merely dream but create. Don't merely dream, but create. The African child was told to dream. Dream in the air. So we dream. But we are supposed to dream with the purpose. That one nobody told us. Our universe is a place of thought. And for that matter, nothing comes to, uh, to, to you except through your own thoughts. The phrase in the beginning as given in the Bible, the moment you sit down to begin to harbor a thought about any given thing in your mind, you set in motion the process of creation. That's whatever we find ourselves in, good or bad, are our own creatures through the power of thought. You are today where your thoughts have brought you. You'll be tomorrow where your thoughts will take you. James Allen, he said that. So we are all from the same source of power, with the same access to the same source. However, what thoughts, whatever thoughts we will cast in front of this power, is that what the power will do for us? The choice of engrossing, yeah, the choice of engrossing oneself in religious and traditional practices that discourages the use of the mind is the number one thing that has disempowered mankind and I must confess our race is a typical example. The choice of engrossing oneself in religious and traditional practices that discourages the use of the mind is the number one thing that has disempowered mankind and I must confess a race is a typical example. If every one of us will be sincere, we will recall that growing up, either you've been educated by your own parents or community leaders, that doing certain things was an abomination, with the only explanation that doing those things will upset the gods or ancestors.
and it's mo mostly the African who is told that will upset the gods of their ancestors. Yeah, it's mostly the Africans who, who is told that. No attempts were made to give any human reasoning, explanation about the logic behind what we were told not to do. No efforts were made to encourage independent thinking as a free human being that has, that has a mind to think. This mental attitude does not coexist with the spirit of creative imagination or creating things or creation of things. Whilst beneath these prohibitions, there may be clear scientific and logic behind them. The truth is, the mere mentioning of the breath of God puts fear into the growing child. Since a child's early socialization is the bedrock of his or her entire beliefs and subconscious realities, the African child goes up into adulthood that cannot think to challenge things that are not working for him or her. That's most of that's most if not all most of us if not all do up with the fear of not trying certain things not for reason's sake but for the fear of the court africans have creative imagination because we are created in the image and likeness of god but we have deliberately ignored or doused this creative imagination faculties by our own negative beliefs, religion, and traditional and cultural beliefs. We have been programmed subconsciously to think not for the solution of issues, but for the fear of the gods. This has not only made us lazy thinkers, but people who are only comfortable in what, in what we've been doing all the time. Consider a child that stories about heroes that, that uh, consider a child that stories about heroes that defeated dragons to liberate kingdoms were read to going to bed with the one that has been indoctrinated to pray to gods for protection against demons, witches, and all sorts in fear. I'm not saying prayers is not good, it's not a good thing, but when you pray in fear, you rather create more of what you don't want. That is why the topic is look at your situation as you want it to be, but not as it is. So compare a child that is encouraged to ask questions about anything and to explore all other ways to find out answers to. With a child that will only be told he or she will get things that others do not see. If he or she keeps on asking questions on certain things, all these things are the things that have been built into our religious subconscious mind, and for that matter, appears in our everyday lives all the time. So until we erase this, we'll not get anywhere. Robert Collier's quote is not for us at all. It's not for Africans. Think of things not as they are, but as they might be. Make them real. Make them live. Interesting. Don't merely dream, but create. The African child built castles in the air, just like that. But the African child wasn't taught you have to build castles in the air with the purpose. And we have to clean a richer subconscious mind. The African mindset is that it's what our forefathers handed it over to us. We must not disrespect. We must not disrespect the thinking of our forefathers. Therefore, we simply resign to accepting this as they are on the surface, with the mind that they are the work of God. Creative thinking does not live together with the status quo. Creative thinking and imagination is not about bringing change. While the typical African minds are not trained to accept that at the subconscious level. Creative thinking does not leave 
does not live together with the status quo. Creative thinking and imagination is about bringing change. While the typical African minds are not trained to accept that at the subconscious level. Creation is a divine right, and that is done by the use of our minds, but not through the upholding of tradition and dogmas. Let us begin to address our way of thinking and use all means to encourage our children to, en to engage in the spirit of questioning and independent thinking. Traditions and dogmas does not allow independent thinking, but they cloud the mind with fear and also when you worry or and stress, you don't trust God. If you really trust God, there's absolutely nothing to worry and stress about. Worrying, stressing, agitation and being fearful is using the mind negatively. To be fearful in life is to believe in your difficulty more than putting your trust in God. Instead of thinking of the problem, think of the answers and magnify God over your difficulty. How will you act when the things you want or need comes to you? Imagine, focus, dwell on that. That is the only way to get your prayers answered. Having seen the end, you fool the means to the realization of the end, Thomas Troward, Judge Troward. So you are created in the image and likeness of God to dominate and conquer, but not to cringe or crawl. Your goal in life is dominion, not to talk in hopelessly, not to talk hopelessly and in self-pity. We cannot hold our forefathers accountable for what they have done or didn't do. We cannot hold our forefathers accountable for what they should have done or didn't do. The mind will always demonstrate according to its state of development. To them at that time, whatever they did or gave to us was based on their mental development. We cannot change or correct the past, but we can intelligently learn from the mistakes of our forefathers. Our children in the next generation will question and condemn us if we are not able to condemn us if we fail if we fail them in every aspect our children in the next generation they will have questions for us or condemn us if we fail them in every aspect africa is rich in terms of natural resources but the truth is our forefathers didn't know how to think to transmute these natural resources into things they would go to the farm, pick a few items, come home, cook, eat, and sleep. This was the order of day for them. If they encountered a problem, instead of them using their minds to think, to look for solutions, they would contact the lesser gods. Whatever solutions or directions that were given to them by these intermediaries or gods, they will follow it without questioning. Even if they had to kill they had, or pacify or appease the God, they will do that faithfully. And it's happening now. And this does not go with universal laws and principles. It doesn't. In effect, they gave their powers away and refused to think subconsciously. This is what every African is. This is who we are. Whether you like it or not, this is who we are. As Africans, we have access to what our forefathers did. And that is why we keep on stressing that there's a healing needed urgently to reprogram our minds to godly, constructive, and positive thinking. Mind is a master. Mind is a world. Without that, we'll get nowhere. Most of us will be worse off than we, we, we are now. Whatever it is, is deeply stored in us and it takes the grace of God to detach yourself from that. 
but this has overclouded the African. So uh, the African is sensationally religious, but gets nowhere without religiosity. Sad to say, the African, we have eyes. Majority of people have eyes, but they can't see. They have ears, but they can't hear. They have minds, but they can't simply innovate or invent. Many people have said Africans did this and that, that, and did this and did that, and did this and did that, and people came to steal. Okay, all those were on the competitive plane. Let us be on the creative plane to create our own originality and put our own signature on it and put our hands on that chest and say, this is what I've done with the help of God. If we do that, nobody can take it from us. Now we are getting the truth to liberate ourselves. You simply cannot build a new life on an old one. We, want, we can't have a cake whilst we've eaten it. No, it doesn't work that way, unfortunately. You can't have your cake whilst you've eaten it. It doesn't work that way, unfortunately. One can confidently say that Africa is abundantly blessed with sunshine all year, all year round. But the question is, what are we doing with it? We just don't have the clue about what is to be done. God is a jealous God. It's not the human jealousy I'm talking of at all. God cannot be the vice president in your life anymore. Either he is the president or you lose him together. God cannot play the second fiddle in your life anymore. Either he plays the first fiddle or you lose him together. In other words, you cannot have the God within and have the God without. No. And could the God without it's all that the Africans have practiced. And what has it given us? What has it given birth to underdevelopment, filth, lack, scarcity, poor health, and all that? So let us try the God within. Not Africans alone. Humanity at large is God within all the way. Perhaps for a, Africans are waiting for a generous or a kind man from the developed world to come and help us. Africans are daily complaining of how the sun is so hot. If you go home right now, people are telling you about how the sun is so hot and it's burning them. And I always ask myself, does the African know how the sun can be channeled into ideas and used as a huge source of revenue for our nations. Africans are sitting on their own wealth, but they are every day crying, appealing, and asking for help of all kinds from the developed world. The developed world only has four months of sunshine in a year, but will be amazed. You and I will be amazed to see what they have done with the sun. The developed world has only four months. If they were to have a one year of sunshine, oh my God, they would have turned it around. They have cold water. It's very cold here. It started. We are going to winter. Fall winter. They've created a lot of ideas from that. And it has not made them rich. But it served as a source of employment for many others. And these are not owned by government, but by individuals who, out of a challenge or dissatisfaction, decided to think outside the box and use their creative imagination to take an, in to take an initiative. This is all that we are saying. You might say the developed world has all the resources and the environment is already created for them. I would totally disagree with you and say to you, the 
only difference between Africa and the developed world is the level of thinking. Some people study in all their life, and at their death, they have learned everything except to think. Francais de Bagui, it's a Frenchman, he said that. He said some people study all their life, and at their death, they haven't learned anything. They've learned everything except to think. And that, this school describes Africans as a stance now. Africans is enjoying the handiworks and inventions of others. Whenever I call people, they are very happy with iPad and iPhones and all that. They are very happy. But Africans are not partaking in the evolution process. How sad. It is critical that we understand that we are holding the world back. It is time to form the critical mass that would think to create, invent, and innovate to move the evolution forward. For ages, Africans have migrated to the developed world for greener pastures and all sorts. It is time to flip the coin to build a diverse and multiracial Africa. In our normal lives, it is human nature that we easily get offended or become unhappy with our siblings or friends who depend on us for everything. We don't realize it, but that is what we are doing. That is our relationship with the developed world, and it has stopped. We are all born free, equal, have access to the same source of power. Our skin color is a unique color, an expression of God's beauty. The truth you have to see yourself as you, you have to see yourself as God sees you, but not what the world has defined for you and you believe in it. We have to become aware of this truth and tune our minds to the power in us to be creative beings, not only creatures. It is time to show to the world what we are also made of as Africans by taking initiative towards an idea. In fact, all the limit, limitless possibilities, potentials in us also. All the gems, the gifts, the talent in us also. No one knows what is in your head or the other person's head. Unless you consciously and purposely bring it out for the world to see. Imagine a craft developed to the state of New York. Freetown developed to the state of San Francisco, Kampala to the state of London, etc., etc. Would this earth be a heaven of earth? This is God's plan for us, and it's time to take initiative towards them. Pay the price. Pay the price in order to take initiative to do something. Look at your situation as you want it to be, but not as it is. They want to enjoy, some people want to enjoy their own life and so think they can engage in scientific prayer by imagining and visualizing to come out with an idea. It doesn't work that way, unfortunately. It doesn't work that way at all. God is a jealous God. Either this or that. There's no middle way. That is what it means. That is what it means. God is a jealous God, but not in the outer or human sense of interpretation. Human sense of interpretation. God is a jealous God in the sense that he cannot play the second fiddle or the vice president in your life anymore. Either he is all in all, or you lose him together. Which one? I did my work, and I did my work in shelter. How much more you? You can do yours exceedingly abundantly above what I can even think or imagine. Because you are living good in a mansion or wherever you are living. When I was living in shelter, I made a responsible and conscious choice. You can do it too. Thus, there's no way you can depend on your understanding. No safe measures will do 
or plain tactics will do when it comes to the relationship you have with him. Proverbs 3, 5. Proverbs 3, 5 to 7. Either you use God in every nook and corner of your life or you lose him completely. That's what it means, that God is a jealous God. So which one will you go for? You cannot say this person or group of people anoint the hell out of me and still believe you will expect God to give you ideas or bless you. It doesn't work that way. You have to be thinking in one direction. Love everybody regardless. You cannot be full of negative emotions or mental impurities or doubts and expect ideas to drop in your mind. No. When we say God is a jealous God, that is what we mean. Think in one direction and think good of everybody. You have to let all the negative and ungodly thinking go. That will even make you to lose weight. If you want to lose weight, you become lighter. If you want to, your mind and heart must be pure and clean for ideas to pop in like toast pop out of a toaster. Like toast pop out of a toaster. That's it. A careful observation of the developed world will make you realize that they are not religious like Africans, but they have understanding how the universe and the world runs, and they have positioned themselves accordingly. They position themselves accordingly, but Africans are religious to the core, but they are not getting anything out of it. It is not the entire population, but the minority of them which form the critical mass that is controlling the world. They keep their vibrational frequency so high that it overshadows and over, it overshadows and covers the negativity of the citizens, especially in a country like US. They have the critical mass that is controlling. They keep the vibrate this critical mass keep their vibrational frequency so high that it will it overshadows and covers the negativity of the citizens especially in a country like U.S. This should be an eye-opener for all of us from the critical mass to define our beloved Africa. You cannot build a new life on an old one. You must let go of the unforgiveness, resentment, bitterness, grudges, and all sorts. The old life, that is the old life. The new soul must replace the old soul to let this mind which was in Christ Jesus be in each one of us. Are you actually ready for the quantum leap for the appearance of a new Africa? Are you actually ready for the quantum leap quantum leap for the appearance of a new Africa? It calls for thinking and doing things in a different way. It calls for looking at your situation as it ought to be, but not as, as it is. It calls for you to train your mind to be a master or an expert at imagination and visualization. This is the art of thinking that brings, that brings into the outer or external world everything you want including all your ideas from the inner or unseen world. Your imagination pictures the things you desire and visualization idealizes it. In other words, imagination is the picture you hold in your mind and the visualization gives you the impulse to make the picture you formed in your mind your own. If you can see it in your mind, you can surely hold it in your hands. If you can see it in your mind, you can surely hold it in your hands, whatever you are looking for. This is the kind of knowledge, thinking, and initiative that one has to take in order to create an event 
of the African continent in order to create or invent on the African continent. This way and no other way. This way and no other way. The African the African child wasn't exposed to this kind of thinking at all. So he or she goes into adulthood and becomes one-sided, love-sided or unbalanced. You might think it's simple, but it's a kind of knowledge and thinking that redefines your life completely. It differentiates the achievers from the unachievers. The successful ones from the unsuccessful ones. It comes with commitment, self-discipline, perseverance, and dedication to think in one direction, in absolute, to completely negate what your five senses tells you, even in the midst of the difficulty. That is what we did. That is what I did. That is why our mentor admonishes us to see things as would love them to be instead of how they are. Begin to find a quiet place in the morning or at night before bedtime. You can choose to go for walks and commune with God alone. He has been all along waiting to have this intimate relationship with you. It is through this intimate relationship that you realize that you and the Father are one and you and the Father forms a majority. Remember, it is the still small voice or the inner voice of God that communicates through you in silence, edges, hunches, dreams, visions, and in ideas. That is the expectation. That is God's expectation of you too, but not screaming, shouting, yelling, and disturbing everybody and engaging in acrobatic display display of antics. If you, if you continue to do that, you miss the whole beauty and the joy of art of thinking. You live your life in a limited context and continue to water at flies. And I don't think you want that. So know the truth and set yourself free by the truth. And I can assure you, it's an amazing and awesome experience. Begin to dream, but daily dream with a purpose. Concentrate on one idea to the exclusion of everything else. Whatever you need, such as a car, a home, a relationship, money, etc. All these are in the mind of God. If you can build it into your mind first with every detail, then you'll be impressing your subconscious mind with the right thoughts and you bring in your life effortless all that you are looking for. This is God to humanity. This is God's gift to humanity. That is why scripture says, my God shall supply all my needs. And it's a deeper meaning of this verse. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. You are to become aware of it and partake in the everlasting goodness of the kingdom. Partake in it. Partake in it. The only time it won't work for you is when your mind is not pure, when your heart is not pure. Then you'll be wasting your time and you'll be more frustrated than ever before and upset. And you add up to the people of the people who claim these teachings doesn't work. It works. When people cannot discipline themselves to commit an idea, they ignorantly give false judgment. And they say these principles doesn't work. Who tells you it doesn't work? It works. I used it. I use it even in shelter. And it works. So what are these people talking about? When people can't discipline themselves, they talk what they don't know. They talk rubbish. I urge you to think and refrain from that. Use the truth 
and go in the truth to set yourself free. My dearly beloved, with this knowledge, you receive an opportunity to intentionally create the life you want moving forward to become a vivid dreamer and also to create things in existence. The universe will surely pay you for the ideas once you fully complete your second path in the universe. When you successfully build your ideas in your mind, it is easy to take an initiative. Indeed, to them that know their God, they shall be strong in the land and do exploit. Take control of your mind. Only think, focus, and talk of what you want, but not what you don't want. Look at your situation as you want it to be, but not as it is. You must use your subconscious mind teachings to create your own originality of ideas, but not to compete or copy what is already in the system and call it development. That's not how it works. You must use your subconscious mind to create your own originality of ideas, but not compete or copy what is already in the system and call it development. To the enlightened, that is lazy thinking. That is lazy thinking. That is lazy thinking. This is the most exciting time to be alive. If an individual understands all that is going on in our world, be sincerely blessed and enlightened by this topic. The book of Proverbs says, In all I get it, let us get understanding. Time to leave the garden, my friend. And whatever decision you've taken, don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. But I believe you've taken the right decision. It's time for a change on the African continent. As a child of God, a citizen of the universe, a treasured daughter of God on an important earthly assignment, I invite all as especially those who believe in the divine law of oneness and diversity as we march majestically for the creation of a new Africa and the new black race. I imagine in my mind that we all say together a collective prayer, credo, and slogan together as we do our healing and service to reprogram the subconscious mind from ungodly, destructive, negative thinking to godly, constructive, and positive thinking, what thoughts have done to us. The same thoughts can put in Africa when the citizens begin to think clearly and realize they cannot kill their fellow human beings for ritual purposes or for money. Then Africa will no longer be referred to as a dark continent. This is a time in the 21st century that every African has to consciously unthink all the negative thoughts that have been embedded in our racial circle, in our racial subconscious mind, to clean and clear the mind, to invent, innovate, and bring forth ideas that will move the human evolution forward. What thoughts have done to us, or what thoughts have been planted in our subconscious mind, the same thoughts can approach. We want a group of Africans to form the critical mass to redefine our continent so together we think big and do great things. This is a time to free the African mind from mental bondage, shackles, and all sorts of negativity and expose them to the real source and location of power to invent and innovate to move the evolution forward. The location of power is not in charms, amulets, under the bed, under the bed, on your waist and all sorts. The African has been disappointed for a very long time. It is time to give power to every African. As we did, so without. As the heaven, so on earth. As above, so below. As it stands and up to now. Africans have stolen the evolution process and it has to stop. If you look at Africa right now, it's only inhabited by black people. Our continent is not a diverse continent at all. 
and it doesn't depict the glory and presence of God. Diversity is the strength of a nation. Every enlightened person knows and believes what diversity is and knows what I'm talking about. We have to clean and clear our environment first and surroundings from all filth and change our mindset and invite all and invite all to come and taste of the goodness of God in our lives. When the carnal mind says it can be done or it is impossible, the mind with the vivid and clear imagination says it's already done. It's already done. Thank you, Father. Thank you, infinite intelligence. Philippians 2.13, it says, For it is God who works in you, both to will and to do, for his own good pleasure. I am the co-founder of Eagle Mentality Group at EMG. We dedicate ourselves for the teaching and propagation of the subconscious mind. We also believe in diversity. As diversity is the strength of a nation, we accept all both the rich and the poor, the educated and the uneducated, the downtrodden, the ordinary, the have-nots, the homeless, and everyone to create a new Africa based on the subconscious mind and universal laws and principles. This is Eagle Helen Mensa. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God, a citizen of the universe, a treasured daughter of God on an important earthly assignment. I wish what my people, sons and daughters of Africa and humanity at large, I give love to humanity. And it comes back to me, not only in billion folds, but it's in trillion folds. I give love to humanity, and it comes back to me, not only in billion folds, but in trillion folds. I wish you all that I wish for myself. And all the blessings in the universe, and I mean it, such as joy in your soul, perfect peace that passes all understanding, good health, abundance, and much more. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you kindly.